All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Bob Lab Podcast. My name is Jason Stalakis, and we have a very special guest today. Uh, Joey, you want to um, talk about yourself? You want to make yourself welcome? What's up, everybody? My name is Joey Giragos. Um, I am the host and producer of Sox Fan Pod. Um, I am a writer for Beyond the Monster. I'm going to be doing some stuff with Sox Rundown. Um, I am a 16-year-old Red Sox fan, obviously. Um, uh, just I have a passion for sports media. I have a passion for talking about baseball and the Red Sox, and I'm, I'm really excited to be joined by Jason, who I think we did a podcast together before. I don't know if we ever, if you ever got it posted, but definitely have some experience podcasting with Jason. Yeah, I'm excited for this too. I know it's a little late, but yeah, let's get right into it. So Sox on a little skid here. Um, they haven't scored more than one run in their past three games and looks to be the case now. Oh, Jesus. Another home run. But um, I know you're a big optimist of the Sox. I try to be, but I'm also a realist at the same time. Does this stretch of the lack of offense scare you? I mean, I feel like if it didn't scare me, I would be a little bit delusional. Um, the offense looks absolutely dreadful. Like it's not even, it's like no competitive at bats. We cannot, we have no power. Um, throughout the lineup, we have Rafael Devers can hit a home run and no one else seems to be able to hit a home run, um, which is gonna which which is which is definitely a concern. Um, and just the lack of quality at bats. But honestly, I'm not I'm not I'm not totally I'm not out on the season. I'm not out on this offense. I still think this is going to be a, a top five, top six American League offense. Um, but there are some huge question marks because if you go through the lineup, Verdugo, like ever, Turner, you know, power might not be there, 38 years old. Um, and Devers, he's going to hit a bunch of bombs for you, and that's great. But you can't just have one guy that's going to go yard for you. So there are definitely some needs with this offense with Duvall and story coming back obviously that's going to be a help but it's just mm-hmm. there are some alarm bells ringing in my head um as James Paxson gives up a home run to Zach Nito and the Red Sox are going to be headed to uh their fourth straight loss which is awesome so definitely some, there's there's issues all over the place right now you I, I think this sweep by the Angels if the score does um hold I think it's unacceptable, especially I know the Angels are doing decent these past couple weeks, but still the Angels, you still got to take at least two out of three at the very least, in my opinion. And the the, the narrative of the this West Coast road trip is just the offense. Even in the second game against San Diego, it was just Rafi Devers who hit two home runs and you have one extra base hit. I don't know if you saw the Pete Abraham tweet. That was um, going viral yesterday, but that was all. That was very concerning. Like the one extra base hit and which like one, which one did Pete? Oh yeah, it was like oh, the yeah, one yeah, extra yeah. base hit one. That that's yes. concerning. Like it's Jesus, ridiculous. I don't know. There I have an, no... I just... Oh my god! Now we're showing button. Yeah, I, I I just turned the game on. I don't know if that's since changed, but um um no, we don't have. We have a, a Devers single a Turner walk and a Reyes single. That's all we got. Um, And we got a couple of these coming up against Anderson, but it's, 
the lack of if you go one through nine, you're going to get you can't complain about Yoshida. You can't complain about Devers. I, I, you can't complain about Verdugo. But other than that, just guys are it feels like we have a lot of singles hitters and I am not a traditional stats. Oh, you got to hit a, the home run all the time. But I'm also not at just walks and singles wins you all these ball games. You got to get a big home run because if your your offense is down, you can't just trust. It, it's kind of a it's 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 like a level of trust, All right, You know what I mean? Because you have to in order to start a rally, everyone's gonna got to be locked in. You can't just have one guy hit that big home run, and that's what you want. You want to be able to sometimes get bailed out by one big swing, and we just haven't seen that by the Red Sox really since it feels like that ref Snyder base clearing double. And the Rafi home runs back in San Diego were the last big hits we got. And it, it, I mean, it's, that's a fact. We've literally just hit singles since then. And God, we have faced a really poor quality of pitchers, uh, Griffin Canning, Jaime Berea, n- guys that aren't going to be, th- that shouldn't be beating an offense like the Red Sox. That is really solid on paper. Look, if, if Griffin Canning up to yesterday has given up, at least two runs per start. Two runs per start. Yeah, and he four went. Yeah, awful, just awful, awful. But and look, and you mentioned you got guys coming back. You have Duvall coming back. You have Story going to come back soon. Um, but it, it's going to be interesting to see how Bloom and everyone, um construct this roster because you have a lot of decisions to make. I've been hearing on Twitter. People aren't so they're not fans of Casas. Um, Me personally, I'm very conflicted because it's like he's the advanced stats say he's developing, but at the same time, I don't like the 180 average. Um, I know you're a strong proponent of like, um, just he's going to hit. I think the potential's there. My question is, do you send him down to AAA like Brian Bayo? I don't I don't know if that's the route, but I'm I'm definitely getting close to saying that it might be the route. So I know I know me. you're I know you're on the other side of things. I'm gonna but. be on the other side, which is fine because it's a lot easier to disagree on a podcast than to disagree on Twitter. Um and <laughs> you know, it's it's like a whole, you know, don't check my Twitter feed because I've gotten some fights over we'll call them disagreements over Tristan Casas, but I believe if you if you bring down Tristan Casas, it bring it makes the team worse. Um, because now you're looking at okay, who are we bringing up to play first base? Bobby Dahlbeck, uh, I mean Bobby Dahlbeck, who it's it's like a routine, absolutely crushes in AAA, cannot hit up here, bad confidence issues. You don't you don't have a backup option, and if we had an elite first base prospect down in the in the minors or or Casas was blocking somebody. Maybe I think about it because I'm worried a little bit about his confidence because there still is some issues. He's not getting hits. He's not getting hits, and that's a fact. Um, but I believe he's hitting the ball hard. He is walking at an astounding rate, a great rate of walks. And I think once he starts getting a little bit luckier, um, starts getting up to see a, a few balls go through, he's going to go on a hot streak. Um, and I just it's more of just like, like, I'd wonder who, if like, let's bring a hypothetical here. You have to send Casas down to AAA. You just have to. Um, 
who do you bring up? Do you bring up Dahlbeck? Do you bring up Alfaro to play a weak first base with a really kind of weak bat down there? I mean, he's striking out an absurd rate. Of, I, I mean, he is hitting for a high average, but I, I, I do want to hear your thoughts on this, given that you have to send down Casas, which obviously they're probably not going to do. You said this is a hypothetical? Like just as a, a hypothetical, hypothetical right now? Okay. As a hypothetical. I mean, what I think they should do, given the hypothetical, is they should give a first baseman to Alfaro, see what he has, and if he has nothing, then just tell him bye-bye. Um, the other alternative, is what they might do, given the hypothetical, is bring up Bob. I highly doubt it, but because Bob's on a tear right now, that's the only way I see. But hey, look, here's here's what might happen, and I don't know if you'll agree with me. You probably I don't know if you will. So when Duvall comes back, you might DH him, put Duran in center, and what do you do at first? You might send Casas down and platoon uh, a Justin Turner or an Alfaro. I know they're both righties, but platoon them and see what you got from them and look if they you... don't if they don't work out and just have Casas down there for the minimum 10 days yeah or the 15 days half a month maybe he'll figure something out maybe some coaches down there will say something that the big the guys in the big leagues haven't i i have a hard time figuring that out either but who knows i mean bale went down for how long and he he came right up and he's right off the bat one of so the best I pitchers think on bale went down I hated sending Bayo down. I hated, hated, hated sending yeah. Bayo down because I thought that makes the team worse for keeping Corey Kluber, Nick Pavetta, Richard Blyer, Brendan Bernardino. We're keeping these guys on the roster over Brian Bayo, who, in my opinion, is the Red Sox second best starter um, and will be the first best starter. He will be our ace in one to two years. Um, I'm so high on him. And that makes the team worse when you send down Bayo. And he, the only reason that he was able to come up before the minimum of the 15 days because Garrett Whitlock immediately got injured. The Red Sox kind of got lucky with that. Um, you bring up a really good point. There's a roster crunch coming up. There's a roster crunch coming up with Adam Duvall, Trevor Story, Yu Chang, Krishna Royo, a bunch of right-handed hitting um, infielders. And then you've got Duvall, who's going to be your big power bat. And it's really, really difficult to tell what's going to happen. I think that you're going to see guys, Pablo Reyes, um, you're going to see guys like Emmanuel Valdez going down, which sucks because he's been good. Um, but Casas, I think when you say Turner, that to me is where they go for Casas's glove. He's not a great defender, but he's a little bit better. Did they just go yard again? Oh, they didn't. Okay. Um, it's very, they, uh, very close. Oh, I mean, if anyone's going to go yard, it's Trout. Um, he's on my fantasy team, so I could use that. Or, but yeah, um, Casas, that I don't know. It's, it's, <laughs> we never know. We never know what Hyam Bloom's going to do. I, I think it's unlikely that they send him down. I wouldn't be so happy that if they send him down. I think it's, but it's going to be injured. We really don't know. It's all speculation until Duvall and Story come back, which is going to help the team. Yeah. Look, Pass tough tough decisions got to be made. That was not a strike, by the way. Wow. Oh, my that God. Was, that was a foot off the plate. Oh, yeah, my God. I hate umpires. That was like two feet above his elbows. Jesus. That's not a strike. Anyway, I'll take I mean, I'll take it. I'm not, I'm not complaining. I am complaining, but 
I won't continue to, but it's interesting because all these guys have options like Valdez, like you said, I think maybe Reyes has options. I'm assuming he does. Cause they I actually recall don't think Reyes has an options, but I, I'm not, don't quote me on that. I thought I saw that he didn't have options. Well, okay. Then let's, let's do another hypothetical. Reyes doesn't have. Are you, are you kidding me? Did Otani just go yard? Are you kidding me? Oh, Jesus Christ. Can't be mad at James Paxton. He, the pitch to Neto was a good pitch that he just got hammered. I know. I know. Time. Yeah. And that's the other thing. Like, I'll, Paxton, he's shown flashes of greatness thus far. It's just a matter of when it'll last. Um, but what were we? What were we saying before? Okay, yeah, hypothetical. Reyes doesn't have options. Chang comes back. Are you really DFAing Reyes over Chang? Or yeah, are you putting Ray, uh, Chang on the roster instead of Reyes? Reyes has been great. Or do you just keep Chang? And I don't want to. I wouldn't like that. I I, I like Reyes more. Chang doesn't have options either. So you got a DFA Chang. His, his glove is elite, like elite, elite, elite glove. Um, better than Reyes, but I like Reyes' bat a lot more. Chang hit a, a couple of big home runs, but zero, zero bat for the most part. Um, I just, I like Pablo Reyes more, to be honest. I don't think the Red Sox will agree with me. I think they're actually pretty high on you, Chang. Um, giving him a major league contract and everything. Um, Maybe you can sneak Reyes through waivers. I doubt it. Um, I, I'm a big Pablo Reyes truther. So I'd go Reyes <laughs> over Chang, but I don't think that that's going to be... I think that they would go Chang. I'd like to hear your thoughts and opinions on that. I mean, it, it's all going to depend on if how is Pablo Reyes doing once Chang is ready? Because he did have a setback. I think Chris Smith came out with something that said Chang suffered a setback. So apparently, I think he's going to need more time. But it's it's a it's a matter of where are they, or where where is Pablo Reyes hitting? If he's not hitting, and his because you know his defense is going to be solid. I just feel like Reyes Reyes and Chang are like typical Tampa Bay Rays players, right? They're just glove first guys. Mm-hmm. They'll piss off the other opposing team with a hit or a home run out of nowhere. Okay. So and they're they won't wow you either. So, um, it, it, it's it's an interesting conversation and it's going to spark a lot of debate as the time goes on. But yeah, um, so let's. I want to take a pause for a second, and I know you go to a lot of Sox games, um, and you sit in the perfect spot every single time, Joey. I live only fifteen minutes away here. Yeah. Let me let me let me break it down for you. Okay. So I live about I, I live close enough that I can take the green line in. It takes me like twenty either have nine dollar tickets. I get tickets from people I know on Twitter, or I buy tickets just straight up for, for off off game time. You go in, I have figured out a certain section of Fenway Park. It is field box 24. The security does not check it. The security walks right by you. There are multiple sections available, multiple rows available where no one sits. And I sit in the front row. I brought five of my friends. We've all sat in the front row. Security doesn't care. No one kicks us out. 
and some players and they throw it to me. And I do it pretty consistently and it's it's a lot of fun. And I've I think I might have I might have hacked Fenway Bowers. Hmm. Wow. That that's crazy. I don't know how you do every time I'm like, you're getting a ball and you do. I I feel like you're the next you're the next Zach Campbell in uh, uh, just ball ball wise. You're you're like <laughs> the ball magnet. Like every time you 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 tweet a picture of you at the game, I'm like, this this dude's getting a ball. Three minutes later, it's like I can't stop catching balls. I'm like, oh wow. I love how you called me Zach Campbell, but didn't want to actually call me Zach Campbell because that's an insult now. <laughs> so you're just yeah, like I Zach know. Campbell with the, with the balls. Unfortunately. Yeah, but and I, I don't don't take it like as an insult. I know I, didn't mean, <laughs> no, of course I, I obviously Zach. didn't mean it like that. Zach Campbell but. is like I would love to catch as many balls as Zach Campbell. I just don't understand how he first of all, I tweeted this. How is this dude an absolute magnet for like home run balls? Like those are literally like one in a million chance that you're gonna catch a home run ball. And he does it dude. over and over again. He did it for two straight games with Cedric Mullins. And do you remember remember game four of the AL ALDS at Fenway? Yeah, he caught, he two. caught the yep. Devers. Yep. And he and caught the Franco. And I saw yep. the Devers. I'm like, no way. And then I saw, I, I didn't even know it was him at first. I'm like, that dude kind of looks like Zach. I didn't really think of it. And then I saw, I forget where. I think it was Twitter. It's like, I, oh, I got it. And then, and then I saw Franco hit it. And I saw the same guy catch it. I'm like, what the? Ridiculous. What? It's, wow. I was, I was actually genuinely shocked when he did that. That's just absurd. Um, same spot in the playoffs. Um, and I don't know. I don't know how one can do that. I also don't know how he only goes to baseball games all the time. I love baseball, but I think I'd get a little, a little tired of it. Um, speaking of baseball, obviously here on a baseball podcast, three walks, four hits, and five earned, which has ballooned his season ERA to 5.14 as the Red Sox are getting shut out by Tyler Anderson, who they hammered last time out this season. So we were talking uh, about baseballs, getting baseballs. We were talking about Zach Hample. It was getting fun. And then we have to be reminded by the cold truth of the Boston Red Sox offense right now, which is fantastic. Yeah, it's it's not good. No, like you said at the beginning, there's no competitive at-bats. There's... No good discipline. We're swinging at the first pitch and popping it out, which I, that's a big pet peeve of mine. I just hate it. Um, it, it, It's, 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 I wouldn't say a dark time, but at the same time, it's one of the lowest points of the season. Um, Yeah. By means that we still have a lot more games. Season's by no means over. Good teams overcome this good teams find a way to get out of this slump and do better as a result and i think i'm fully confident in the red sox ability to do that even though it might not seem that way because i feel like there have been points in the season where it's just like it just feels like the season's over but then the Sox will win four straight then we lose brutally twice in a row you know it's been a roller coaster of emotions for me personally yeah, I know you're a little bit more optimistic than me, and which is which is totally fine. I respect people like that because they're I, they're pessimists, optimists, and then fucking Taylor. 
you know, RSD. Yeah. That's, I, I admire, whatever that guy's got going for him, I admire it. He is, like, I like to think of myself as a Red Sox optimist. It makes me feel better when I'm optimistic, but nothing like that guy. That guy, I respect, I respect you, Taylor, for that excellent positivity. It radiates throughout a not so positive place in Red Sox Twitter. I do want to say, though, Tyler Anderson gave up six earned in four innings last time out against the Red Sox, and he is carving up this lineup right now. It is bad. It is really, really dreadful to be a Red Sox fan right now. And like you're saying, this is going to be one of the worst stretches of the season right here. We are living through it. It's not going to get much worse than this. We're going to be 26 and 24, two games above 500. If that's the kind of team that we are, we're going to be in 86, 87. Oh, all right. Um, we're going to be an 86, 87, 88 win team. Um, and that's what a lot of people predicted. And and you've got to be able to live through these. This team was never going to win 95 games. This team was never going to just walk through the world. I believe we're going to make the playoffs. I believe that one of us, Blue Jays and Orioles and Yankees, is going to collapse and die. Um, I hope and, and, and not make the playoffs. I hope it's not us. might be us, and we're going to have to deal with that. Look, I view Memorial Day as the as the day where it's like, okay, standings now matter. It's not Memorial Day yet, but we're dang close to it. So it's we're around the time where standings are starting to matter because the first couple, first month, whatever. Now it's like, okay, this is what we need to do. This is what we need to plan for. This is how much work you need to put in this, these, and then you can map it out. Like these are the series you need to win. These are the series you cannot afford to take to lose two out of three. And like you start to map it out. And I know we have a lot of divisional opponents in the second half of the year. I know with the balanced schedule, it's less, but we still haven't played the Yankees. We need to play. Oh, come on, man. That's so close. No. We got an extra base hit. Oh, there we go. Yoshida? Yeah. I thought that was going to be a home run. Love that, man. Finally. Jesus. Maybe it's the start of something. Let's see this pitch. Damn. Oh, wow. That was so high. But anyways, yeah, my point is simply we're, we're at the time, basically, where we can start mapping out what we need to do. And are the Red Sox going to be in it come the trade deadline? It's going to say a lot about the approach because if the Red Sox are below 500 and that what, what, what motivation is that going to give high and bloom? Because he made a mistake last year by not trading JD Martinez, by not trading Nate Valdi, and going over the luxury tax. Granted, we're not over this year, but what motivation is there going to be for him if we're under 500 and so, we're not close to being in the playoff race? You know what I mean? It, it's it's interesting. Yes, I I agreed with like 99% what you said there. The one thing that I would say is for me, season doesn't start totally mattering. Like your your series starts mattering, trade deadline. That's when you show a direction. That's when you show direction. Red Sox are either going to be five, six, seven, eight games above 500 
We're going to be buying. We're going to be picking up some, some bullpen pieces. We're going to be picking up a right-handed power bat. Or we're going to have fizzled out. We're going to be selling Paxton. We're going to be selling uh, Kenley or Chris Martin or one of our aging relievers or um, a guy, I, Justin Turner. Like we're going to we're going to kind of rebuild a little bit. Um, but I, I just I think that Hyam Bloom's biggest mistake with the Red Sox is like what I just said. He didn't pick a direction in last year's deadline. He made an excellent, excellent, excellent Christian Vasquez trade, which we, I was very happy to see. I looked at that trade and I immediately was like, we're getting rid of a catcher that we don't need, that we're not going to resign, and we're getting back meaningful, valuable, major league ready prospects. And maybe that trade was an anomaly, but you held on to J.D. Martinez. I wanted to hold on. I didn't really want to hold on to Nate, but we made an attempt to sign Nate. We always wanted to sign Nate Evaldi, which I respect. They saw it. They knew he was going to be good. Um, and I did he did they catch that too? He's uh oh man, oh man. Um but what I was getting at is they they made the choice not to pick a direction there. And while I do respect them for going after Nate, not trading JD Martinez was inexcusable. There were talks of 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 him going to the Mets, maybe get getting us a guy like Mark Vientos, who I'm not sure if you're familiar with, is an elite bat, elite prospect. I don't know if we really could have gotten Vientos, but the Mets are a team that would overpay for a guy like JD Martinez in a playoff run. Um and oh that God. just that oh did the Boston oh Red Sox God. just score a run in a baseball game? Oh my God. Wow. Fire the duck boats. Fire up the duck boats. World Series back on, baby. It's happening. Kike Hernandez. Thank God. We need him to Thank get God. going. He needs that. Kike Hernandez has been such a disappointment this year. It's really unfortunate yeah. how bad he's yeah, been. Yeah, let's talk about. Well, you know, let's nice talk about that him. for a second. Let's talk about for, for a second. I just feel like I feel like a lot of his struggles are becoming yeah. because he's playing at shortstop because he has to worry about his throws, and I think that he feels more comfortable in center and he'll feel more comfortable at the plate. I don't know what you think about that, but he's been, um, Kika Hernandez has been one of my least favorite Red Sox players this year. Um, he's mm-hmm. a guy that I am could be a sneaky trade DFA candidate. Um, come the deadline. If we have a plethora of middle infield, healthy middle infield options. Um, but like you, his defense has been atrocious, disa- disastrous. He's lost his games with his glove. Um, he has great range. Very, very poor arm for the infield. It's not an easy thing to do. Um, that, that's why I think that people really, really a big thing for me with Xander is his range was horrible, but that guy made every throw. That guy made every single throw on the money, no matter what it was. He really didn't have a lot of throwing errors and you know, I look at the defensive run saved. I'm a big defensive advanced analytics guy, but he made the right play. And that's where I think we miss Sanders defense. Um, and that's why I'm, I'm a big believer in Trevor story being our long-term shortstop option, because yes, the elbow was an issue. We went ahead. We, we missed out a lot of Trevor story for this elbow surgery to, to redo that arm. He can be a dynamic defender at shortstop. And I think it will be time eventually to move on from Kike and to officially um, role with with story at shortstop. Yeah, I mean, then 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 what do you do with Kike? 
I mean, that, that's a whole nother conversation, but yeah. once story comes back, thing. yeah, you, you, then you put, you, you know, you put Kike back where he's probably meant to be his utility role. That's what he was brought to the Red Sox. I feel like to do from the Dodgers, but um, we're running out of time here. Um, Joey, um, I'll, I'll give the floor to you. If there's anything you want to touch up on. Not a lot. I mean, just if you're a Red Sox fan out there, keep believing the season is not over. It's May 24th. Um, the just we have, I think, a better record than the Phillies did last year. They marched all the way to the World Series. Um, believe in High on Bloom, believe in Alex Cora. Um, it has worked, it will work. I promise you, it will work, and this team is going to be successful. Um, I feel like a preacher right now, just giving everyone a positive <laughs> message, but. Hey, um, nothing wrong with that. Keep the faith right now. This is a this is gonna uh, this is the worst it's gonna get. It's not gonna get much worse than this. We're 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 losing to a lot of bad teams in really embarrassing fashion. Reinforcements are still coming. Our starting rotation is gonna be Chris Sale, James Paxton, Brian Bayo, Tanner Howe, Garrett Whitlock. That is the best possible rotation this organization can feel right now. Be proud of that. And let's go, Sox, baby. Yes, sir. Uh, one more thing, actually. Now, what do you think about the Kluber move? Quickly. Real quick. What do you think about him getting demoted? I'd rather see Justin Garza stay there long term. I'd rather see Ryan Sheriff. Dude, dude, reeks. Like, I'm done. Eat, eat the 10 million. Bad yep. signing by Haim. It's okay. We missed. You, you missed. I get it. You're allowed Can't to miss contracts. Can't I'm going to use. Make a mistake. I'm gonna kill two birds with one stone here. You can't bat a hundred. Can't bat a thousand, right? No, you can't. <laughs> you can't do either. And you gotta Kluber. Bad. He's done. It's okay. He's done. And that ten million would have been nice to have on a guy like Matt Moore, an elite lefty reliever. But you missed. I under. I totally understand the signing. Maybe they keep him around just for starting depth, but you've already got Pavetta for that. It's time to move on from Corey Kluber. His stuff isn't going to play at a bullpen, and I'm sure you'd agree to an extent. 100%. What 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 is he going to do in the bullpen? Right? He's he's low velocity. Yeah. Throwing 88 sinkers at best. Like, what is he going to do in the bullpen? And he's been atrocious at starting rotation. Yeah, he's going to... That's my That's he, my thoughts, but... It's gonna be it's gonna be a rough go of things. Nick Pavetta's now in for the Red Sox in relief. He Probably gonna is. go ahead and pitch six innings. Yeah, we're up four. I mean, we're down four. So here we go. Did he pitched the other day. Yeah, he pitched. He he didn't pitch badly. I think he had three three innings, one earned. Um, but he'll be okay. Also, Jason, I know the Red Sox are losing now, and uh, I know it. I know it definitely hurts, but uh. Yankees just blew a 5-1 lead and let up a 7-run 7th inning and they are now down no an 8-run 7th inning they're down now they're Let's now go. down 9 to 5 to the Orioles who are a wagon. Let's go. Let's go Orioles. I know I have family I have family down there and they they're happy that their Orioles are finally doing well so hey let's go let's go Orioles let's go Sox. Primarily let's go Sox. Let's go Sox. And yeah. Yeah, I right. go follow Joey on Twitter. I'll link it in this video or actually podcast, I'd say. Um, and yeah, go check out his work for Beyond the Monster. And Joey, as always, it's a pleasure.
to have you on. We'll definitely do this some other time. So yeah, go Sox.